in a first for me on uh, any podcast. I've got a cafetiere of fresh brewed coffee. Post seven o'clock, you absolute ma- well, mental. Just mental. Yeah, I'm mental. hungry. Mental. It's an appetite suppressor. That is, is it? So, so, so is cocaine. Hello, welcome. We are the Long Snapper podcast. I was going to say Long Snapper NFL podcast, but that wouldn't really be true anymore. Um, we will talk about anything, Partridge, um, whatever's on our mind. It's it's the off-season in the NFL, so yeah, there, there might have been a draft and, and stuff like that. We're probably not going to really mention it. Um, hi, I'm Adam. Russ, Doug and Craig are with me today. Hello. Now then, what up? How is it? So, so we are just the podcast now. Is that is that is that, is that, is that, is that gem, what is that? general is that? interest, <laughs> or not, as the case may be? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, since since you were last on, Craig, you've been watching for the first time a bit of Partridge, and obviously being, I, I think, technically probably the number one or two Partridge podcast out there. Um, we should get into that before we move on to anything else. Yeah, I feel critically underprepared for this because there was a period where about four days I crammed a lot of partridge in. Um, at this point, I can't remember fuck all. I tell you what though, uh, the, the the thing that what the, what what was what was the fuck the, the the interviews on the couch are hilarious. Knowing me, that, knowing you. Oh mate, that stuff was just genius. Where man's just talk like yeah. I mean, it's funny watching it back now when you think of like, as I mentioned, the whole Brent thing and the Sasha Baron Cohen thing. I never knew there was a partridge before then. You see what I'm saying? So when I think about you lot as people, it's funny how like obviously it's a bit of a cultural icon, isn't it? And in you've got some shared characteristics, lads. Old with <laughs> class bike. It's funny. It's funny. It's funny that you love him. You fuck with him so heavy, but nah, it's um. <laughs> That knowing you, you know me, shit was uh was 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 funny. It was good. It was good. If we've got some shared characteristics, I'm taking that as a compliment. <laughs> Alan's my hero, mate. That's that's all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's that's great to hear that you you loved knowing me, knowing you. Because if that's the case, it it just gets yeah. You've watched some of the other stuff, as you said, but it, it just gets better than that. Um, and the the more partridge you watch, the the more you're gonna love it. Oh, that that warms my heart. That does. I've got to say, it's not the outcome I was expecting. You didn't think I I'd like disagree. it. Disagree. No, I thought. Well, you no, would. I didn't. I didn't think you would. I thought you would. So here's the thing. I thought you would appreciate it for what it is and kind of understand it, but I didn't think you would necessarily like it. I hear that. I'm probably in. I I didn't. I did. I did enjoy it. I did enjoy it. It isn't something like I say. I did it over about four days. It got to like the fifth, sixth day, and the reason and we didn't carry on watching it. I didn't go back to it. It was a very. I can see why you lot fuck with it very heavy. I did enjoy <laughs> it, but it's not something that like I will look back on as fondly as you. It's a nice little look into your um your psyche, your childhood, your. Your white middle classness, all that stuff. Very, very interesting. <laughs> racist, yeah. which is cool. What is cool? Isn't it? It's you're, like, daft, we... you're daft racist. 
But I do. The thing is, I fuck with David Brent very, very, very heavy, and you you can kind of see how you don't get that without Partridge. Um, yeah. A little little aside, David. Think of David Brent. Has any any of you seen Afterlife? Yes, Jabez's recent yeah. stuff. Like totally different. Genius, uh, absolute I, genius. Blown away by it. I, I like, didn't expect something with, so good and so moving. With the with the sentiment and the poignancy of the whole subject matter, mm. the comedy element was just unbelievable. And you got people going, "How can that be a comedy?" He's literally the saddest character on earth, monkeying about because his wife's died, and. Yeah, it's hilariously funny. It just, it beggars belief how you laugh at it. Do you know what I think is so interesting is that of all of his characters, I don't think they, they change dramatically. Yes, they're different, but, they, you know, there's, there's something very core to him as a human that you see in all of his characters. And what I think he does so well is he captures humanity, just a picture of it that everyone can kind of relate to. We could, like he just he just does it so brilliantly. Gets this horrible, disturbing, traumatic subject matter that you know every one of us has known someone who has been through it, and he just gets it and puts it under a microscope, under a light. No apologies. I thought it was so good, and you're right, Russ. Hilarious, like fucking funny. Not like oh, great idea, good concept. No. That shit will make you crack up, make you cry, make you really, really good. Really, really good. I think often things can be moving or funny. Some like mm. some programs can be a bit of both, but that was both at the same time. Like in a way I don't I don't know how you do it. Doug, have you seen it? No, I've gone off uh, Gervais. I think it's a bit of a bad end. His Twitter, persona, it... his Twitter persona annoys me, so I, I've just sort of not watched it. Aren't you, aren't you off Twitter? <laughs> yeah, but this oh, this was a decision a made while I was on Twitter. Um, and his stand-up is rubbish, formulaic, and um, turgid. It's gone off Mor- in... Moribund? Yeah, it's just a lot of fat jokes, gay jokes, stepmum jokes, you know, that kind of stuff. I've not seen stuff about arses and willies. Oh, okay. Well, you can't go wrong with that. Well, maybe you, maybe you can. Hey, have um, you listened to our podcast? <laughs> <laughs> Somebody must have done. Um, should we? Should we go back to our formula? Um, I have a quiz. Oh yes, please. It's, it's a not particularly serious quiz, and it's a quiz of the flavour that I've done two or three times recently, where you've got to pick the truth out of three supposed facts. Um, but these are all going to be injury-related. Um, and I'm going to give you a player and a year and three possible ways that the player has injured themselves to, in most cases, miss time in the NFL um, due to them. Um, and I'm going to get all of you to answer each question. Is, is, are any of these as good as Dave Besant breaking his foot by dropping a bottle of salad cream? Uh, some are similar to that sort of story. Um, you're on the right lines already. Um, let me kick off. Uh, the first, the first player is ex Jags punter Chris Hansen, who in 2003, oh, Hanno, Hanno, 
2003, he did one of the following. Um, is it A, he suffered first-degree burns to his hand and arm while lighting a barbecue? <laughs> You're a prick, mate. <laughs> we'll get on to that in a bit. For those of you that don't know, we'll get on to this in a bit. <laughs> I almost forgot that shit was funny and obviously horrific, but hilarious. Let's have a look. <laughs> huh? Let's have a look at it. Look at what? The 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 angry wound. You can't. It's all it's all bandaged up, mate. Ah, right. It's all. <laughs> and the listeners can't see. Um, no, we, we we may come onto this. Uh, so there's your A or B tore his hamstring while lifting shopping into his car or C gashed his leg while chopping wood with an axe is this is this a free for all is it yeah free so you're all you're all going to answer each question I'm going for A <laughs> I, I'm going to go I'm going to go for the axe wound and I'll go B then I, I feel like B actually has happened Okay, um, it's actually Russ who's correct. He he gashed his leg while chopping wood with an axe. How uh, embarrassing! Well, Jack Del Rio brought it into the locker room, and it was like a thing. We're going to chop wood. Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> so well, he's he, fucking cool. <laughs> yeah, quiet. <laughs> um, obviously, Hanno wasn't terribly good at doing it. All right, Russ, <laughs> Russ, you uh, you get a point there. Uh, next up, Kendall Simmons. Um, if you don't remember him, he was guard for the Pittsburgh Steelers. And yeah, in, two, in, <laughs> in 2006, did he A, get frostbite on his foot after falling asleep with an ice pack on? <laughs> B, fall asleep while driving, leading to a broken arm after hitting the central reservation on the freeway? Or was it C, Burns and smoke inhalation after a house fire caused by falling asleep with a frying pan on. I'm going to go B. B, you're going to say the driving. I think okay. whatever it is, it's rivaling Russ for stupidity, isn't it? <laughs> I think most, <laughs> most of these will do that. Uh, um, C for I'm, me. I'm going to go C as well. I don't think you can get frostbite by falling asleep with a nice pack on. So I'm going to go C well, as well. You absolutely can. Well, not not. Depends how, how much ice is in it. If you, well, like when you have a barbecue, you ever left a pack of ice in the in the garden? It's still there in the morning. Uh, well, I can is, I can it? then end this debate by telling you that you can do that because he did. No way! <laughs> I ruled that as well, Ross. I ruled that as well. Nah. Well, Shit! Ice packs lasting. Wowzers! <laughs> yeah, that that was his attempt at recovering from another injury. Um, <laughs> So <laughs> nobody gets a point there. Boss, I've got frostbite. How? Uh, <laughs> rehab. <laughs> um, next up, Gus Farot, um, who you actually may remember, uh, QB for the Washington Redskins in 1997. Did he a celebrate a touchdown by headbutting the padded wall behind the end zone, which caused a sprained neck? Um, <laughs> B, get concussion by spiking the ball, celebrating, which bounced back up and hits him in the head. Or C, um, a broken collarbone caused by getting a backflip wrong while celebrating a I victory. I know this one. That's a I, common common thing where you yeah. say you know this one and then get something No, but I do. It's, it, yeah, I'll let the others go. <laughs> well, I, I'll, I'm going to say he tried a dick move backflip 
Okay. I I think I know it as well, and I think it's the backflip as well. But I might be wrong. And is it in, is that in another sport? I'm going to go backflip. Okay. Uh, he headbutted. He headbutted the goalpost. Did he? Yeah, Dougie is is right. Um, he missed, I think, three games for doing what that. Um, he the context of it as well. The the game was a seven seven tie. Um, he just scored a touchdown with his legs. To be fair, but um, yeah, I'm sure it was worth it, Gus. Um, next, so Russ and Doug have a point each. Two to come. Uh, next up, Orlando Bloom. Orlando Bloom. Orlando Brown. Um, tackle Orlando Bloom. How did Orlando Bloom get injured playing in the NFL? He got the kit on and went on the pitch and, and was broken that, in half. That would have done it, you're right. Um, tackle for Cleveland in 1999. Um, a, uh, did he, he clashed heads with the back judge while blocking downfield, causing severe concussion and a broken jaw? Was it B, he was hit in the face by an official's penalty flag, which caused loss of vision and damage to his right eye? Or C, a stinger to the elbow due to being accidentally struck by an official signalling a first down. I'd love it to be the, the flag that has just inadvertently gone into the fa- through the fa- through the grill and, and poked him in the eye. So I'd love it to be that. So that's what I'm going for. I think going for what you'd love it to be is not a bad tactic in, in this quiz. Uh, Craig and Doug. Uh, I'll go with the um, judge hitting him. Uh, which one? The... Not with the flag. The first down signal stinging his elbow or the yeah. back judge colliding? No, okay. first, first, yeah. Okay. I actually know uh, this one too. It's the, it's the judge hitting the in the eye with the flag. It is indeed. He, had, <laughs> he ended up. He ended up suing the NFL. I remember. I remember Adam. I remember playing with the Harriers one time. You remember Matt Ranson? Uh, yes. Yeah. Yes. He he basically had a yellow feather duster filled up with stones as his flag, and he could hoy that thing about fifty yards. I'm not joking. And he always played side judge. And I can remember somebody jumping offside, and this bag of stones essentially being thrown <laughs> all the way from the side of the pitch. And <laughs> just scattering linemen all over the game. <laughs> well, I'm not. I'm not sure what's in them now, but in the NFL at that that time, I was reading about it. They they used popcorn kernels, obviously enough of them to give the flag a significant weight, so you obviously can throw it. Why, why not just uh, use like a yellow bean bag or something, yeah. like a hacky sack or something? Why not just have a button that puts a yellow light on on the scoreboard? Um, it's some well, 2019 people te- come on techno Doug <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah but you can't do that they've all got those LED scoreboards that go all the way around the rims of the stadium they could just press a button and that whole thing flashes yellow everyone will see there's a flag just saying there you go at NFL commish um, <laughs> finally uh, you Doug and Rush you've got two points each Um Finally, Titans wide receiver Derek Mason in 2003, did he A, dislocate his shoulder while throwing a ceremonial pitch at an an Atlanta Braves game? Uh, B, broke his right hand while playing a tee shot? uh, Shall I try that again? B, broke his right hand while hitting a tee shot playing golf? Or C, a broken nose caused by a puck flying into the crowd while he was a spectator at an NHL game? 
After, after, after you, Doug. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know this one. I'm going to go with A. Okay, Doug, you're saying the pitch and the shoulder. Um, I will say the other two is a hockey puck and a goal breaking its hand with a golf swing. Yeah, yeah so, so a hockey puck. Hockey puck, okay. Craig? Uh, I'll go golf swing. And you're going to get your first point, Craig. Um, it was, it was. I don't know how you break your hand hitting a golf ball. He must have fatted the fuck out of that. <laughs> he's, he's taken, he's taken he's so much turf before. Yeah, right? exactly. He's, taken it. he's not nailed it 250 yards down the middle, I'll wager. Um, but that, that leaves us with a tie. Um, Doug and Russ, two points each. I I'd win. Say... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll give it to you. Why not? It's good enough. <laughs> play, play my music, Andrew. That, that, beats, that beats actual knowledge. <laughs> I'll take it. I think that's my first ever quiz win. I'm going I'm to claim it. That's brilliant. <laughs> yeah, well, well played, chaps. Um, yeah, good fun. Um, we don't have to talk NFL. There's, there's been a draft. Um, I didn't... Well, I watched bits of it. Um, what do we? What do Jets, we think to the draft? Is it something that Jets done good? Not been able to say that for a long time. Yeah, that's probably that's probably fair. Um, you, you, I'm sensing a bit of excitement, Craig. I am. I am excited. I must. I, I am. I obviously, like. It's been a been 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 a, a, a droll few years, and when you look back, I think that the Rex Ryan years were your were my were glory years through my lifetime. Um, it's been bleak, it's been bleak, and uh, but this looks like I don't see how this can be a bad thing. All of the decisions have been sensible. Again, I don't know when I've said that about the Jets. Um, I, I don't want to get you don't want to get your hopes up. <laughs> you, don't, you don't want to get your hopes up, but if you you know two if you want to go the whole two uh to way too early to call type predictions, I I've I've got us I've got us winning the division. Wow! Oh, I know, I know, I know, and it's it's probably. Probably bias, but that offense is 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 brilliant. If Crowder looks good, that offense could be something special. And um, we're better on defense. You look around the division. I don't know if anybody has improved as much as we have. You could argue that across the AFC. <laughs> that might be brought down to where you were. Yeah, fine. Okay. <laughs> Piss on my cereal. Cheers, mate. I'm just saying, like, it is the most it is the most excited I have been as a Jets fan in a long time. And I I just don't see how it doesn't work. I'll, all of the pieces are there. Let me give you two words. Adam Gaze. Yeah, that's the issue. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I agree. I agree. That is my that is my issue. That is that is the but, as I said on, on Twitter to you and Rich the other day, is that regardless of, of what Gase is going to do or, or how he's going, going to, to run the, the, the squad, the Jets are building beyond him. 
So whoever comes in next, you know, is will have a solid base anyway. So and their 2020 head coach will have a good roster to work with, well, whoever I, that I, may be. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I, the thing is, if you, you the the key for me is you have to you have to get the offense going. The, the defense was good last year. We got studs on defense, but we can never score points or never score enough points to win. You build around Le'Veon Bell. That's the smart thing to do. Um, we've got a deep threat in Anderson. We've got a great slot guy in Crowder. Really love him. He's, he, he had some great games last year and the year before. He can really make a difference. Um, I, I, I really like I like, I like, I like the team. I, I just don't see... I don't know how you can fuck it up. If you fuck it up, I've got... I might, like I say, my concern is, is Gase. I don't even see how he messes this up. I don't see how. You've got to get you've got to get production. Sam's got to be better and the defense is better. And the teams around you haven't improved as much as you have. Got, I think got, I I I'd, I'd actually joking aside I mostly agree. I I, I like Sam as well. Mm-hmm. I like Donald. Um it that doesn't yeah, it doesn't mean they can't mess it up. Um Adam Gase isn't the guy I would I would choose or want. Um, doing the the right things with their with their roster, uh, it's, yeah, it's whether yeah whether he can he can do things differently to to what he did in Miami, or whether he's he's going to be the same guy. He'll be gone soon, and 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 someone else can take the reins. Yeah, Sa- Sam Darnold, I think. Oh, long potential, face. Yeah, oh, oh, <laughs> long massive face. face. Yeah, he's going to do all right. Trust yeah. me, smiling Sam. Well, it, he's he's gonna have he's gonna have more options, be, because having Bell there is is by by its very nature is going to give him potentially more time and and more options to be able to to have a proper serviceable running back to to be able to do something with as well, isn't it? So and it can only improve. The catching the ball out the backfield is going to help him massively. Play action is suddenly a viable option for the Jets where no no team was taking it seriously before <laughs> yes um, you know there's, there's no two ways about that um, what about the draft itself um, I'm going to fly or blow Nashville's trumpet um, a little bit they've had more more spectators than any other draft um, everything you hear where, where, do they, where, where do they record that stat more spectators than any other draft go home Adam come on mate is maybe the term my terminology might be. I think essentially because it's just the streets of the city were full of people <laughs> and all the others were in venues. That, but no, I did more than double any other um, people attended it. But it just it seemed to seem to be an event that that worked. Um, I don't care too much about it being four thousand miles away. Uh, but, but to be brutally honest, um, I've. <laughs> Previous years, I've kind of stayed up for it, like the first round, um, even the Friday night, the second round occasionally. Um, I didn't this time. It was just, I suppose, if your team's picking 19, it doesn't quite excite you as if you're first overall, maybe. But it's, it's there. There wasn't a lot of hype around the class, though, was there? There wasn't the the biggest amount of oh my god, there's some absolute studs coming out of it. The best, the best players were arguably defensive players in in the 
the overall sort of scheme of things. So, you know, it it didn't it lacked a bit of who who, who 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 had who had tabs on Daniel Jones? <laughs> Some, somebody tell me. Gelman. Did, did anyone yeah. see the the meme where um Daniel Jones is the guy that they would hire to play Eli Manning in a film about yeah, Peyton Manning? I did, yeah. yeah. Well well that's the controversy, isn't it? That the the Mannings were heavily influential in that in that decision making. Um but I mean really less about that, more about your point, Russ. Um I, I, I was on to Williams. I everyone knew about Murray. There was a bit of talk about Jacobs. Other than that, this draft class was dead. This was the first one in a long time. I didn't even watch the first round as well. Um dead. I, and 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 actually I do I do think the Murray picks are, is significant. I think the Murray picks significant. I think us getting Williams at three was significant. But I'm not sure how how big any of the picks are going to be in real terms. Like I I, I think you, you could see people make, making the same same positional decisions next year. It would have surprised me if Giants go for another quarterback next year. If the quarterbacks are better. What about the the sort of thinking about Murray and the Cardinals? What about the Rosen trade? Um, have they screwed that up? Finally, not, something not, I want to talk it. about. <laughs> go ahead, go for it. Um. I think this could potentially come back to bite Arizona on the arse. I think 100%. What, what's happened is they've, they've they've given up a stereotypical put-your-money-on-him quarterback and gone for a flashy toy. Now, for every Baker Mayfield, there's two or three Johnny Manziels. So the chances of catching that that same situation that the Browns got with Mayfield, they're slim. And they gave away a 21-year-old guy who has got the raw tools and the and the ability to make it work. And I think, actually, the people that have come out best on this are the Dolphins because they've now got a quarterback they can build around. Um, yeah. And, and they got him for a, what, a third well, they round got for pick? a song. Was, yeah. Um, and they got a second back, didn't they, I think? I think it's great for Miami because they they can they can put him on trial for a year. Yeah, you know, if, if he doesn't work out, and they've got let's face it, not the by far from the best roster in the NFL, they could wind up picking pretty close to the top in a draft that next year is going to be stacked with talent um, and off potentially offload him because he hasn't cost them anything. But so, here's the thing for me: if you think and Dougie, you've coached, you've got your chance. You don't get a number one pick every year. Accepted, certainly quarterback position, but maybe the whole draft class, as we said, was probably thin. If you're effectively, you know, first year at the job, why not back yourself? If you think Josh Rosen is going to, and don't get me wrong, I, I, I think um, it's a mass, it's a risk as well. It's a risk, but if if you think his ceiling is X and the number one pick that you've got is why I rate it. I think it works out for both teams potentially. Big, big risk, but but yeah. so what happens then when Murray gets maimed in game one <laughs> because the Cardinals still uh, have got that, no That's line. exactly my point, Russ. I don't they see why got, they they've got no they've got no backup. The same so thing, why not? Same thing happens. Same thing yeah, happened last year, though. It did, it did, and Rosen was there to step in, and he had a pretty steep learning curve. So he <laughs> comes into this season 
already better prepared. I would have, I, think, I would have kept I think, both. I would have definitely yeah, kept both. And, and make them shoot it out in training camp. Yeah. Each other. Uh, yeah, fine. That's not, that's, not a bad, that's not a bad shout. But if you think, I mean, a lot of the thing that's come out is that actually this guy is a, seems like a stand-up fella. And if you, you know, it's your first job in the NFL and you kind of want to, you know, you, you want to you wanna make a name for yourself, but also you don't want to burn any bridges. If you think, I want to back Kyler Murray, I don't, I don't fancy you. I'll, you know, give, give someone fair cop. You go earn a living elsewhere. You go be a starter elsewhere. And I'm going to, I'm going to roll the dice. I'm going to, the cards, cards were not going to compete this year anyway. No matter what happened in this draft, cards were never going to compete this year. It's whether you think, is it worth me giving a year to a guy I think has a higher ceiling than somebody who potentially is a steady Eddie? Now, don't get me wrong. I think the biggest winner is Miami. I really do. I think you've basically got a, a, a souped up, Tannehill, in truth, you know, in the decision. But I do respect, I like people, you know, back yourself, innit? You back yourself and say, this guy has more tools. And I think I know him. I've coached him before. I'm going to get the best out of him. He, If it works, he's, 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 he's definitely made a, 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 a big splash. And you look at the first-year coaches who have done so, Alan McVeigh, um, Magni, it's not, you know, it's, it's a bold decision, but it's the NFL. I like it. That's that's a lot of NFL chat already, isn't it? Um, yeah. Lastly, on, lastly on Rosen, lastly on Rosen, it, that is the kind of decision that comes around to bite you in the ass. Also, and really I know they're in different. Com- I, I, I know they're in different conferences and this and that, but I think. Somewhere down the line, Arizona are going to regret doing this. You don't give up a first-round quarterback in nine situations out of ten. And it's only because they were terrible last year through no fault of Rosen's, really. One one thing I would say there, though, is that they've, they've got a brand-new head coach who's exactly. made, who's, who clearly will see and is seeing things differently. Um, yeah, He's never... Th- this lad... We know Josh Rosen can make NFL throws. He's done it in the NFL. You've given that guy up for a bloke who's never put a foot on an NFL field. Sorry, I'm getting laughed at you. <laughs> <laughs> we've got, uh, we got a new guest. But, but also, the way the way that Kaim and the Cardinals have dealt with it is horrific. You know, going one day saying, um, you know, Kingsbury or Kingsbury coming out saying that... Um, Josh Rosen's our guy, no problem. Yeah, but yeah, he's you, our you've guy. got to keep your you you've got to keep your stock up. I, you play the, I get you playing the game, but but are they? Would they have been behind closed doors, being honest with Rosen and saying, "Listen, we're picking up, we're picking Murray at number one," and what's happening? Well, whilst externally doing, making all these sort of frivolous comments. All the players talk about it as a business, and Rosen came out very mature. Thank you very much for the opportunity. Enjoyed it. Got great people there. Boom. I'm going to go do the best I can for Miami. I think it was it was about as good a piece of business in terms of relationships, certainly from the public perception, as you get in the NFL. It's business. If you're a head coach and you come in and you think, I've got, I'm, I'm not, who knows when the next opportunity as a head coach, you're going to get the chance to pick number one. If you get the chance as a head coach in your first job to go number one, it's, it's, you're not going to get, you know, you, you have to decide 
you know, he's put, he's put, he's gone all in, hasn't he? You know, you, you, you get your cars once in a in a round. He's gone big. I like it. It could, it could, it absolutely could backfire. Look at we've got a host of quarterbacks, particularly the mobile running rookies, who either get hurt very soon or have a great first year and have that fall off the cliff the second year. That is an absolute chance. But we also have Baker Mayfield and Russell Wilson um, and Drew Brees to a lesser degree. You know, there's and 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 all of those quarterbacks, somebody took a chance on. I, 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 um, if I get a chance to get him late. I will take Murray in, in in my legal record next year. Did, I, did, I did like the. Uh, <laughs> you like shiny things, though, Craig. We say it mate. every year. No, but I don't think you'll go. I don't think you'll get him late. How often does it happen, though? How often is it? I, I'm I'm not often. I haven't often been wrong. To Barkley, it, it was you made the same argument for Barkley. You made the same argument for Z. Mate, mate. Sooner or later, one of those players isn't going to do it. Yeah, obviously. That's and then you'll be on air every week. Yeah, but I took him. I took a risk. It was not my fault. It'll be your fault. No, it will. It will be. No, it'll be a risk. <laughs> it will be a risk. I'll take him late. That's what I'm saying. I'll take him late. He I'll won't be. He won't be there late. You reckon? You reckon late. people are gonna? I, I, I think not in my league. Not in my league. I think. So there is no such thing as late in our league. Twenty bucks, mate. I'm telling you. Not if it's an auction draft. Yeah. Twenty bucks. gets put up. In the in the Wonkers League, he won't be there, mate. Twenty bucks. Twenty you. bucks. Twenty bucks says he's not there late. All right. But there isn't a late rush. Well, you know. Why, why are you betting late? in dollars? I'll get it for twenty dollars because that's whatever the budget is. I'm. I, I will spend up to twenty on Kyler. Your team will be shit if you do that. Sorry, mate. We'll see. We'll see. Aaron Rodgers it went is. for sixteen last year. Yeah. He won't. He won't have any money left because he'll spend like. Over a hundred on Saquon, and then another another seventy <laughs> on, on Christian McCaffrey. Just 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 Jacobs is 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 the, is the one. Jacobs. So so let's go let's go on to Jacobs then, because the news coming out of Oakland today is um, is there Crowell's done his yeah. Achilles, isn't he? Yeah. What, so what is what we what what is this? We're reporting news. What have we become? <laughs> yeah. Well, it's topical. I'm not. I thought you were going to say it sprained his bum or something. <laughs> yeah. We, yeah. We we covered injuries earlier. Uh, up to date ones, yeah. So anyway, but that that raises his stock in Oakland massively, doesn't it? Look, Jacobs is is coming from the the most obviously pro ready uh, uh, program. He's big, physical, got good speed, and he's going to have to be a focal point of that offense now. I like him. Are you going to spend more than eighty or ninety dollars on him? Nah, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not going to. I'm not. I'm giving. I'm giving no no numbers. No numbers for that. You know, also I like Miles Sanders at Philly. Yeah. I think he's going to do bits as well this season. Yeah. He'll get. He'll get. He'll play. He'll get a chance as well. He'll get touches. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. What about the receivers? There was a lot of chat about Metcalf. Isabella, um, AJ Brown. That's the receiver. That's that's the one. A lot of people talking a bit about. Uh, uh, I like Brown personally. Um, I think he's just got the most. Is that great? We lost. Craig. We lost him. That's a shame. <laughs> he was about to big up a Titans player, so was he? shame for me. Yeah, I think I think he was. 
Yeah, AJ Brown, but you know, um, he's still going. He's still talking without realizing that we've not heard any of it. Um, um, I'll, well, no, I'm, 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 I, I will be honest with you, lads. I, I, I've not. No. I'm just going to let you get on with it because I don't know. Look, I know nothing about these players. I didn't watch the draft. <laughs> I don't know why I'm here. What am I doing? Recording. recording it hopefully <laughs> um well there's 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 so many podcasts out there that have dissected the draft to death um, we're not we're not we, jack we, can't done, we talk about 17. people beating up kids and stuff he's done that's he's more done, our yeah. wheelhouse isn't it jack yeah, and yeah, jamie yeah. Have, jack and jamie have done 17 podcasts on the draft so let's uh <laughs> let's move on and and done them very well that's how i know hey, so much how, about... how many mo- jack how many mo- I'm going to finish up for Craig. How many mock drafts have you done, Jack? Um, I've I've been involved in a couple. It's, it's a disease. It's unhealthy. It's not right. Uh, I want to tell you, day after day. Craig, hit reset. It's the most palatable Craig's conversation has ever been, isn't it? <laughs> what, when you can't hear him? <laughs> I, I, I heard that, so fuck you. Oh, I said it loud, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Um, can we we move away from the draft? Oh, there's a one another. Yeah. It's not news at all. It's not news at all. But it's an off-season talking point that I want to sort of debate a little bit in terms of wider sport. Um, pass interference becoming reviewable, um, and what that means in terms of stoppages of the game. Um, obviously, the goal with this is to get more decisions right. Um, do we feel in the NFL and in, in sport in general that it's it's going to go too far that way and the flow of the game is going to get interrupted? You know, uh, football over here and VAR is hotly debated at the moment. Um, you know, fans are arguably upset because you can't celebrate a goal as soon as it's given because there's a caveat of, well, will it stand up to the, the test? Obviously, obviously, we had Man City thought they'd gone through to the, the Champions League semifinals. They hadn't. Um, just a moment as dramatic as that shows shows how sports changed. It added to the drama, didn't it? I think I think I think VAR in football, especially, is getting much much better. I think use in the Champions League has been pretty effective. Um, you know, you could argue about the the Man United penalty. You could argue about the Spurs penalty. Um, the offside is black and white. That is, you know, that is one hundred percent. I get it. I think I think that it can still be improved around those contentious decisions around handballs and stuff like that. I think there still needs to be a little bit of thought and leeway about it, but you know, certainly for offside decisions and stuff like that, I, I really like it coming in, into football. So I think what you're going to find is to say in a similar way to what the tackle regulations were last year, you'll find a, a real glut of calls being referred and then they'll work out that actually this is ruining the game and they'll dial it back a bit. Um, I think the coaches will need to be reined in a lot because ultimately the coaches, if they're given something, they'll push it as far as they can. So my my opinion would be that it needs to be a refereeing decision, not a coach's decision. So if there's any doubt in the referee's mind, as in rugby, they need to refer it themselves. So, and it can only be referred on called plays. So if there's an egregious non-call, that's tough. For me, it should be there's only flags that are thrown 
that can be reviewed to be well, turned that's over. That's what they're going to do. Not, It'll be if in doubt, throw the flag. But it's, it's, am I right in thinking it, it will like everything be reviewed on all score and plays? Because that's for, for me absolutely integral. Well, um, if PI is called, it by definition is unless won't, it won't, won't be a score and play unless um, yeah, the penalty's declined or whatever. So yeah, um, yeah that's it, where it, it gets tricky. From what I understand, it can be coaches can challenge a yeah. non-call though, right? Uh, possibly. I've Which to me is is wrong. Prep, really. That that is wrong. Fundamentally, I think uh, after the Saints Saints game, it has to happen. No, it doesn't. It does, it, mate. It, mate. It doesn't. It does. Because, it was the wrong decision. So, and so, it screwed a team. Yeah, but wrong, mate. It happens. Yeah, I agree. Like I how many? That. Like yeah. that. That right. So you, you can you can count back as as far as you want to go, but. If you if you can tell me that on any scoring play there isn't an offensive lineman holding a defensive player, I'm going to call you out on that as a, as bullshit because it happens on every play. So just because, and it go, again goes back to you, you liking flashy things, a big uh, hit off the ball, suck, suck my dick. <laughs> a big hit off the ball is something that's noticeable, and everyone is goes, that, "Oh that my god, that's thing? so bad." But no, if an but offensive not- lineman, if an offensive lineman holds someone in order to open a hole for a running back to score. That's just as integral and important to be caught as a, as somebody nailing somebody off the ball in the passing down. Well, it's, it's not. It's it's, it's what's the it's, it's definitive, isn't it? It's difficult when you're talking no, about. But if you're reviewing it, you're take you're taking the difficulty out of it by reviewing it. So well, if you're going to well, do no, that for PI, then you need to do it for holding because what you're saying in that in that instance is that holding doesn't really matter, but hitting a receiver before the ball gets there does. No, what I'm saying is you can easily address the egregious being touched and pushed and obstructed from catching the ball before you have the opportunity to catch it. You can eliminate that. But you can Why eliminate holds you, on the line. How can you? How, there's there's, Mate, there's 300 there's... pound men, nine times out of 10, the, the, the reason they don't call holding is because it gets missed. What, nowadays, with review... I, but Craig, you're 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 at the same time advocating re- replay as a way of dismissing egregious errors, but then at the same time you're saying, well, you can't review holding because it's a mess. Well, I'm not. I'm not. I'm saying it's much more difficult. But not if you not if you've got replay. It's not. More, you can far see more it. Prohibitive. How? Well, absolutely not. Holding, yeah, but the, the fat fans are saying is a difficult thing to define, isn't it? But, you can, but it, it comes it, down to it comes down to something is there and it's obvious, and everyone goes, "Oh, that's terrible." But in the grand scheme of things, it's no more egregious than an offensive lineman cheating to open a hole. But they call holding. Holding is something that yeah, they does call pass interference. Yeah, exactly. And this is a way of stopping part you can't like every not you can't put square pegs in round holes. You using trying to say that you could use replay on holding calls, given how difficult it is to call holding, is prohibitive. It's not something that's workable. Using of course it's workable. Call, I, explain no, it's, to me why it's not workable. The amount of time, the difficulty, the amount of it's so ambiguous sometimes. The the egregious holds where you can see the jersey being pulled are called. But you're they not going to get situations like that Saints PI call 
ever again. Like that was well, a one in a that matter. was a one in a billion call. Then it doesn't matter, does it? If it only happens the next one in one billion times, and you use but you the, get you get this, holes this opened rule, by holding on every it. single drive. Yeah, but then something else needs to happen for holding. I don't think replay is a way of managing holes. So here, so here's here's my here's my perspective. I'm I'm someone who's generally in favour of using technology in sport to get the right outcome. But if if it's something clear cut now. This is this is coming in because of calls like that Saints call, a blatant, blatant incorrect decision um, that needs needs to be fixed. It's coming in because now, everybody what, cried what, on Twitter. That's why it's coming well, in. Well, yeah, but that, the calls like that—that's that's ultimately what's what's happening now. But what will of course happen, and you could put holding calls in the same category if you want to. Um, although that they're not going to get looked at at this point, uh, but. What will, what will no doubt happen is we'll spend interminable hours, at least to start with, looking at 50-50 PI calls to see if there's a way of changing the decision. And most of those, of course, there won't be. Um, you know, It's not the same as offside in football where you can just look down a line and instantly say if something's offside or not. Or cricket where you're looking at Hawkeye to tell you if it's hit a batsman in line with the stumps. You know, those those decisions are clear cut. They're easy to prove. We're we're going to be spending ages in a game potentially looking at, you know, oh how has he grabbed has he grabbed his arm with his hand there as he pulled it back and, you know, and all this sort of no, slow mo stuff. That's what's going to happen. Though. I don't think we will. It's it is for it is for a reason. Like we're saying it. Like we keep I, saying I, I it about the sense no, game. I, I, Wait, wait, wait. We keep saying it about the Saints game like it's a bad thing. Something stupid happened in 2019 or 2018 at the time. Something stupid happened. And the league said, there's no point in anything stupid like that happening again. It's, it potentially, or at least arguably, screwed a team. That specific thing where it's a completely obvious... Like, there's a lot of things that have happened over the years. Catches, for one, that they've undenied about the rule because it's far, it's far more difficult to call and they try to define it and rules have developed and evolved to help us better understand it. But this specific thing is quite an easy fix. It shouldn't have happened. They put something in that really should prevent it from happening moving forward. It doesn't no, mean... No, 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 I, I agree. I agree. It, it, will be, it will be fixed. But I'm just saying that we're going to have to sit through a lot of nonsense, wishy-washy calls being looked at to have those big issues be, be fixed. And that might be one in ten reviewable plays that are that obvious um that's that's just what i'm what i see happening and as doug says they'll get better over time at officiating these things and working out what they should be looking at and how long they should be looking at things uh, I've, I've, i believe in i believe in any i believe in any sport if you've got a replay or that sort of technology with a subjective decision um i think if you can't overturn it within seconds then you shouldn't be wasting any more time uh, you say if, if it's not a glaringly obvious yeah, but they mistake, already do that move on they, they but that's what happens that. yeah that's they, what they're worried about they're worried about getting it wrong so you yeah, but see what i'm saying is we already have these the look at the whenever you get the i don't know uh, uh, whether the ball's out we spend every angle that could be five minutes if not longer looking at the time their knee touched the ground to when they lost control or what we already do it we already do it in the game. This isn't that. This is far easier than that. It's, but they, they will be 
with PI, I just think there are going to be so many calls that will be I, that, but worse. I, it's a no, I don't understand the obsession with having to always be right. Part of the fun of sport is that it's chaotic and nonsense. That's a different argument. That's another, yeah, that's another, another debate. I, I'd, I'd happily go back in time. I'd happily have less rules, especially when it comes to tackling. And and pass just, interference. Just let them, let them all walk off with concussions. Get rid of the concussions. Yeah, I mean, don't get me started on that. Why? <laughs> why do you care so much about people getting concussions? <laughs> because they die, and their so what? Goes I mean, much. so what? They've they've earned millions and millions of pounds. So what? It's a, it's a personal choice. Craig, you compete yeah, in a sport where you literally get punched in the I face. Agree. No, I don't. Dis- I can I can I can actually see I can see the point you're making. I can see the point you're making. Like nobody's forcing them onto the field. Yeah. All right, that's a that's a different. That's, yeah, well, it's commercial, isn't it? The reason, the reason, the reason, the reason that it isn't more fucking sports is because it's about money, isn't it? It's corporations that make that decision because they want it to be as accessible to the wider public. That's the reason that we have a less. They don't want lawsuits, mate. Boxers yeah, can't. Yeah. Boxers can't make lawsuits because no. they actively get in a ring and get punched in the face. Sign, you sign. You make a, you sign. Whatever happens, happens. Exactly. So, Craig, Craig, if you, you're, yeah, presumably you're going to fight whoever you're fighting, um, mm. and you're, you can't sue Kickboxing UK or whoever it is. I may have got that completely wrong, but um, because you signed something to say, because you're stepping in a ring, you accept that it's a, a risky sport, and these these things these things might come your way. I guess it's more clear cut for something where you, it's the sport is literally a fight. Um, I mean, like I say, Doug's making a different argument. I'm saying we already have these rules. What happened shouldn't have happened within the side of these rules, within the game that we already play, the game we already love, the game we talk about. This shouldn't have happened under the current rules, and they put a safeguard in to stop it from happening again. I don't have a problem with that. I can totally see the value of that. If you're saying, you know, human error is part of sport, that's a different argument. Which, you know, there's a there is a part of me that that thinks that. I do think that, but that's not the sport that we're, we're talking about. That's not what we're we aren't in a position. To, you know, we're talking about what we have, and um, I see the value. I see the why, given the game that we play. Which I went back to this week, and uh, see that bitch there. Oh, you've not, you've oh, not. Uh, he's got a hurty finger. Yeah, a bit of hangnail. Yeah, uh, <laughs> dislocated, dislocated that bitch. <laughs> Learn <laughs> to catch one. properly, mate. Punt return. Yeah, that's exactly what. Exactly. Literally, I was like, I don't want to do specials. I don't want to do specials today. I'll just stay on the field. I don't want to do specials today. It's first day back. Don't put me on specials. Craig, come run some specials. Oh. First, first punt return, fielding the ball. Ball short. <sighs> Don't want to try and catch it, but I've already started running to get it, and I'm not going to make it, and my stubby's come out. Hits the little finger. Awful, awful, awful. I, all, all I'm thinking is, did your team recover the ball? Or was uh, it, was, it, it, was just, it was just a drill. Oh, just a drill. oh okay. It was, all right, fair enough. Yeah. But literally, first day back in five years. Still, still kind of smacked it at that one. <laughs> um, how long have we been recording? What an hour? Well, the call's been going on for an hour, but getting, I don't know getting that way. Um, we should we should probably wrap it up with the only way we know how, um, and whether when he we're we're not the Robbie Aguayo corner, 
Um, we tell it how it is on the long. We have original podcast. ideas. Oh, tell them, Adam. Yeah, I love Adam from, from BBC I love podcasts. I love from that Adam does not let them off. Adam reps this every opportunity. <laughs> he is not letting this go. Tell them, Des- despite the fact that we clearly <laughs> took it from fighting yeah. talk. Yeah, whatever, whatever. <laughs> we, we didn't, didn't even change the name. <laughs> <laughs> um, who wants to go? I'll go. Um, so. I watched Endgame and I watched Game of Thrones. Fan of both, very invested in both. We've had this conversation on the pod before. I got I, I, mild, I got a very mild Game of Thrones spoiler. Now, granted, the show had aired at 2 a.m. on a Sunday. Where did I, you get the spoiler, Craig? Where did um, you see it? Right, it was on Twitter. It was on Twitter, so I was on socials at like, I don't know, 9 a.m. The, the, the next so, show in, let me finish, the next show in is at 9 p.m., yeah? That's when normal people are going to watch it. Now, listen, it was out there. Endgame had been on since last week, Wednesday. Game of Thrones had been on, obviously, as of Sunday night. I know I'm taking a risk by using social media. I know that. I accept that. My own fault. I get it. And you know what? It's a big deal. If people want to talk about it, I understand that too. You know? Fair enough. But I still think it's reasonable. Like a day embargo, isn't it? If I'd seen Endgame spoilers, I've got no real argument. It's four days in, five days in. But if something comes out at 2am and I'm on socials at 6am, I think it's a bit harsh to talk about it immediately. At 2am. Not all of us can stay up at 2am, bro. Twitter, settings, mute words, Game of Thrones. Problem solved. I should have done that. Could have done that. But people just say Arya. So that means... Greg, Greg, you're just angry with yourself. I just got... I am angry at myself. You're right. (laughs) And you should be. And I'm annoyed at myself because it's a spoiler I didn't need to digest. And it wasn't a significant spoiler. But the whole time through the show, I was like, I know this. I know know it. Do you see what I'm saying? At 24... You ain't... You don't, don't look at Twitter. You don't have to do it. I understand you don't have to do it. I made an analogy. If a woman punched me in the face, I could punch her back in the face. I wouldn't, but I could technically. You would if you I played could. for an NFL team. <laughs> <laughs> give me, give us twenty four hours. If you're a respectable guy, well, I then punch you in the face, and then, and then, and then. <laughs> that's me. <laughs> Um, Doug, what have you got? Uh, let me have a think. Um, I was going to go with Game of Thrones. There's been a lot of, uh, I know everyone, there's two Game of Thrones things, but uh, it's a bit of a nerdy one. Uh, there's been a lot of talk about how the cinematography of the episode was... Uh, Fuck me. <laughs> That's worse than one of mine, but continue. No. <laughs> no, you'll never know. I could live with that. <laughs> you are such a belligerent prick. <laughs> <laughs> never change. Never, never ever, ever change. Ever change. <laughs> so you, you yeah, but went... I didn't set my legs on fire, did I? <laughs> Upside down, Ed. <laughs> yeah, come on, let's just get. In fact, well, let's finish with that. Right, right. 
and back. if you've got another AOB, Russ, start with your other AOB, and then okay. you need to talk about the fire. Um, okay. Before you give, before you do that though, I'm going to say two things that are couldn't be more opposite. Um, just a shout out to Jamie Byram, who's had a little baby girl. Awesome dad yeah. for the first time. Little Congrats. Isabel. His bowels work. Picture up there. Excellent. <laughs> well done. Um, I'll look forward to hearing about it on tonight's podcast. So he <laughs> is that the AM or PM one? <laughs> Um, whether whether that's a hit or a miss on the Robbie Aguayo corner, I don't know. Um, I'd like to think I'd like to think I could have an idea. I guess um, it depends which way she came out. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All the best to Mrs. Byron, by the way. Um, and so I'm going to honour and pay tribute to the Byrams uh, by tomorrow. Um, I'm I'm getting a Re- rename. You go. <laughs> <I was> gonna... <laughs> You're having the snip. I'm having the snip tomorrow. So, but when you're listening to this, your balls won't work. Already had the snip. Wait, wait, are you doing it private or NHS? NHS. I've had it done, mate. Have you had it done? Yeah, yeah. I I need to get sorted. What what, what were you saying? Was it all good? The worst experience of my entire life. Yeah, see, that's not. No, it wasn't. (laughs) No, see, I'm I'm joking. I'm joking. So we're about to hear about the worst experience of your entire life. Yeah. Actually, it, it obviously it's not pleasant, but it's it's not bad. He rode yeah, his horse home. There's nothing yeah. to worry about. <laughs> right, if you had to choose tomorrow, would you blow up yourself again or cut your dick off? Uh, or well, snip, it. I, I would have the snip all day, every day. Okay, cool. So, <laughs> don't blow yourself up, kids. <laughs> I, need, I need to consider it. <laughs> sort of the snip. Fine. <laughs> um, so, yeah, think of me tomorrow yeah, about noon. Um. Yeah, that's that's the perfect tribute to say, you know, Jamie, you've just had your first first child. Welcome to the world. Kids are great. Um, that's what I'm doing tomorrow. Good. Enjoy, enjoy that. Well, but I'll be thinking. It's so great. I'm cutting my dick off. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, come on. The ball so, over world has heard this, but the so long snapper world needs to. I, I don't know how many of. Uh, there are in the crossover podcast world that listen to both. Um, I, I think our entire listenership is exclusively crossover. <laughs> 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 okay, so for those that haven't, first of all, um, I wanted to talk about Extinction Rebellion and their fucking retarded ways. And just generally, I get the sentiment, I get kind of why they're trying to do it and saving, you know, looking after the planet and all that sort of stuff. But the way they're going about they... Extinction Rebellion did a peaceful protest where they all pretended to be dead in Waitrose on Tower Bridge. If that doesn't tell you something about the people that are involved in this fucking Extinction Rebellion, then nothing else does. They were in the centre of London in a Waitrose, all pretending to be dead. What's worse is there was some guy... Would you, have, would, you, would you have liked it better if they were in an Audi? Well, well, yeah, but it just, it just. That stuck. is basically what you're saying, isn't it? I yeah, what you're saying. Fucking middle class prick. <laughs> yeah, um, I bet there are a bunch of Partridge fans in there, bro. I'm telling yeah. you that now. <laughs> the, the irony, the irony of the situation is that there was a guy filming it as it was happening. There were there were people pulling their children to the floor, making them play dead, and all the kids just wanted to get up and run around. And there was this, there, there was this poor sort of disabled man with, um, you know, limp, limping around, tr- just trying to do his shopping. 
and he was having to step over these people that were laying on the floor. And I just felt, I just wished that he was going to fall over and knee drop one to the face and just literally start kicking people. So yeah. I just, I just uh, very, very quickly just put it into my head. Um, about a week ago in Tesco, I had the, I had, uh, had my own um, in between us moment. You know, the moment where um, Will moans about queue jumpers for the roller coaster and kicks off big time, and then you see you cut to you know, the kids with Down syndrome have been ushered, ushered to the the front. Um, I had, I had a moment like that in Tesco's. I just couldn't believe how slowly people were getting out of the way to leave the store i audibly tutted and uh, <laughs> I, I i just hadn't seen that um one was in a, one was in a wheelchair tutted. that is so adam that <laughs> is <laughs> did you do did you do the eye roll head flick as well it was a little bit yeah a little bit <laughs> did I you do the <clears throat> the the under the breath <laughs> For fuck's sake! For fuck's sake! Or just talking, just talking, just loud enough. Yeah, yeah. Talking just loud enough that just exhaling. Pete, you could plausibly, yeah, you could plausibly say I wasn't speaking to anyone, but it's loud enough that everyone hears it. (laughs) It's it's like you were all there. <clears throat> like turning up when your mate's there and not saying anything to him. <laughs> hey, but little do you know, Craig, me and Adam, we've had a beer together, we had a curry together, we've met we up did. now. Mate. We did. Three years, is it three years in the making? Well done, lads. Thanks. <laughs> I made a physical effort to drive to his house <laughs> in Hoddesdon or wherever it was. We, we had a curry and we watched Partridge. It was and it, and, it, and it took me the best part of an hour to get home because there was a diversion and I had no idea where I was going. Um, that's another oh, story. Oh shit! I meant to warn you about that. Yeah, I couldn't get back the way that I, I wanted to go, and I got sent all oh, over. Now I feel bad because I knew that road was closed, and I meant to tell you. Mm. you that's go. fine. Fine, no problem. Anyway, like, who who wants who wants to hear fun a fire story in uh, in first person terms? I'll we'll listen. listen to that again. So yeah, <laughs> yeah can we can we get a move on? Because I'm I've got things to do. Right, I haven't okay. eaten dinner yet. And I've heard this story about eighty times. I haven't. I I haven't heard it, mate. Russ is an idiot, it. and he tried to drop kick a fireball. There you go. Basically, right. So, I, Easter, Easter Saturday, got in from God. Fucking muppet. Lit a barbecue. <laughs> I'd noticed that there was a petrol can near the bar. I, I didn't. I didn't notice there was a petrol yeah. can. No, near you the took bar- the petrol can to the barbecue. Well, uh, yeah, but. <laughs> Isn't the petrol can what you use to try and get the, the barbecue, light, the barbecue going? going? Yeah. So, so I, I lit the barbecue with a little bit of petrol. I lit, right? I lit the barbecue with a bomb, guys. This is what right? I but, but, but that that isn't that isn't the biggest mis- that isn't the biggest mistake of this story, ironically. <clears throat> so anyway, the barbecue was lit. Put the can down. Everything was going fine. Picked the can back up to put it away, and a bit of ember from the barbecue flew off the barbecue onto the petrol can on the ex on the external where the, the vapor was which caused the petrol can to catch fire in my panic instead of, instead of um putting the can down and you know remaining rational minded and just going to put it out i decided that the best thing to do was to run down the driveway with a petrol can that's on fire splashing petrol all over my legs um and as it was splashing obviously it just went up 
completely. The whole thing went up in my hand. So I dropped it, but I just dropped it right next to the front of my missus' car on the driveway, which then splashed petrol on the car, splashed petrol on my legs. So I'm on fire. The car's on fire. The can's on fire. I've thought to myself, well, the fire's on fire. It's a fire, fire, the fire's on fire. No, you're not listening. Um, so so i've got the fire i've legged it around a little bit to get the fire off i've gone back around the car because all i can think of is if this can stays here next to the car i like petrol as much as the next bloke but to put it on the person's leg is demented (laughs) (laughs) um and i've ran around the car and I've, i've literally kicked it like a um Greg the leg field goal. Let's let's give it that analogy. And I've absolutely marmalized it into the middle of the road. But all that's done <laughs> There you is, go, NFL, give him a job. All all it's managed to do is splash more petrol onto my legs and set fire to them again. Um whilst the petrol can's now burning in the middle of the road. Tracy's car's on fire, the petrol can's on fire. I've legged it to the garage. At know, any point you could have just dropped the petrol can. Yeah. And walked away. It's coursing through my veins. I've run to the garage to get the hose pipe, knowing that in my right mind, the hose doesn't reach the front of the driveway. So I've ran down with the hose and pulled the hose off the tap. So now I've got water pissing out of the garage and I've got an empty hose in my hand and a fire at the other end of the driveway. So then I've got buckets up and down, legging it. You know, I put the fire out, fire brigade turn up, laugh at me a little bit, um, tell me I've got to go to hospital. Um, and it all transpired in some pretty horrific burns and uh you know some pretty significant damage to my missus car so there you go kids don't play with fire and it's the panic the 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 biggest thing about it was just that initial panic if i just put the thing down could have put it out no problem but that split second of panic just (coughs) fucked me completely the most ridiculous thing ever and i've burned down my garage that's ridiculous what you did was absolutely ridiculous bro yeah. And has it ruined your kicking career? Because we ain't seen a field goal. No, it's my right... The, 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 the biggest issue is with my right foot, so we don't have to worry about my kicking career. So um, good. But there one will... Dis- one well, I've got to be honest, that's a fucking relief. <laughs> <laughs> um, and Genuinely, I was, I was in the process and I had made contact with the Cornish Sharks about going to do some training and take some field goals and stuff. And actually, <laughs> and actually train with the corner sharks with a view to maybe having a couple of games. I, I genuinely made contact with them. Yeah. And, and about going to like an open practice session. So Craig, you went training last week, didn't you? Uh, we, yep. We've been there. Dislocated my little finger, but we'll be on the field together. In Who two was, weeks, was, was Jake throwing the ball by any chance? No, it was a, no, no, I know exactly what you mean though, but it was a, it was a punt touch return. of a fucking breeze block. Yeah, it was a it was a punt return. Are you, uh, you going to sure. be vying? Are you gonna, both going to be vying for a, a slot receiver space? Are you? No, Craig will be outside. Yeah, I do, I do not want to play outside. <laughs> I must have run about seventy five routes on Sunday. Well, mate, you know you know what happened to me at uh, the Wednesday night training I went to a couple a couple of weeks ago. So we were doing our. You know what the receiver training's like? It's basically just running routes Literally. all day for three yeah. hours. Well, on the Wednesday night, we did that for an hour and a half but after the route you caught the ball and you ran to halfway and then back and if you dropped it you ran full pitch and back anyway i've done that i'm 
gassed out of my brain. Can't do anything. Basically, they then said, right, we're going into Skelly with the defense. Went over, got lids and helmets on, lids and pads on, went out, got in the huddle. The first play that the quarterback called, I got to the line of scrimmage, just couldn't remember it. Couldn't remember what I had to do. I had no idea what to do. I thought, well, that's a bit weird. I am shocked. Go go back into the huddle, cause a play, get to the line of scrimmage, blank again. Like, no recollection of what the play called was or what I needed to do. Anyway, I thought, I'll sit out because I'm not feeling right. <laughs> I started trembling. At that point, I thought, well, I've got to drive home, so I'm just going to leave because I'm not feeling well. Drove about 10 miles back home. Had to pull over, had the most mind-crushing migraine I've ever had. I've got no recollection of any of the training sessions whatsoever. Go and drink your water, mate. Uh, but I must have, I'll tell you what. It's hard it's, work, it's, it's isn't my, it? It's my, I, I, obviously, I haven't done sprints after sprints after sprints. And the last two days, and I train legs, I'm very active. My groin and my hamstrings have been in agony. Just getting out of the chair, getting out of the car. Proper painful. Got to get. <clears throat> look forward to getting. Look, I still. The thing is, I was surprised. I still got a little bit of speed, and uh, and it's a good offense. So uh, and there's a dope running back. So I think we're gonna have fun. And uh, so, are yeah. you committing to the rest of the season then? Well, I've, I've, I'm I'm signed up, paid. I'm gonna be at Sussex. I'm gonna. Be, I'm looking to be there Sunday, but it's my goddaughter's birthday on yeah, Saturday. Yeah, I can't make Sunday. I'll be at Sussex. <clears> so. But I'll be at Sussex. The specialist Sussex, blocking the tight end who well. got a, a, a good boy cookie at training on Wednesday for uh, the block that sprung the opening touchdown of our season. Oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> did you play in the? Did you play in the first game? Did you? Yeah, yeah. That's what I literally yeah, just okay. said. Yeah. I, re- I reckon I could do tight. Oh, I reckon I could do tight. The thing is, you don't really need to block for that running back. <laughs> who was who was running the ball? Adam. Yeah. No, I I literally Me? I blocked Me? the linebacker out of the game and he ran straight behind my back. I'll ask Martin. That sounds like a, a positive review of your. Are you, are you on Insta? You, have you got the? Uh, have you yeah, got yeah, the Insta team? Yeah, 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 yeah. First yeah, player yeah. of the game, mate. First offensive player of the game. All right. Left slot. Excellent. Anyway, let's wrap it up because I've got stuff to do. Good, but I want to play tight end. I quite like the look of tight. We end. don't have a tight end in our offense, mate. Got to play slot, mate. Got to play I'm not, slot. I'm not. I'm not playing in your offense, but I. I can. Um, <laughs> I can catch. I can catch. I can block. Got a fullback for goal line. So I'm quite big. I reckon yeah. I could do fat, that job. Slash fat. <laughs> <laughs> you could play in the O-line, mate. D-tackle. <laughs> <laughs> right, there we go. Let's, let's, uh, as Dougie says, let's wrap it up. We've, uh, we've given you all the analysis that you'd expect you're gonna from get. us. That you're going to get. <laughs> um, the Long Snapper General Interest Podcast will be back again sometime. That was episode 99. Last one.